0: Hello and welcome to the SLP's Wine and Cheese re-release series. I'm Deb and we are going to take a look back into the SLP's Wine and Cheese archives. Today we will listen to episode 77, Fluency Part 3, featuring Stephen Groner or SLP Steven on Instagram. And this episode was recorded back in February of 2020. So it was literally a lifetime ago. And it was a lot of fun. So I really hope you enjoy it and learn a lot because I sure did. This is Episode 77, Fluency Part 3, featuring Stephen Groner.
1: Hey, everyone. Here is another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here's our podcast. For the superstar SLP. Who's rocking out. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: Very realistically.
1: Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> Hair down and everything, yeah, or up if you're a man, you know, yeah, or in a ponytail that you're waving around in a circle, or a man bun. I don't know, anything, including everyone.
0: All hair is allowed, or
1: no hair, yeah, any (laughs)
0: no no hair, no hair. (laughs) hair.
1: You know, really just rocking out, inside and out. Mm -hmm. That's what we want, exactly. So we are on our third part of the stuttering, or excuse me, the the
0: fluency fluency trilogy.
1: I wish it would echo. I just want to tell the listeners that I don't know that these things are going to happen. Like, I don't know uh, that Deb's going to do those things. I didn't know either. I don't know that Mike's going to come on in asking Deb, you know, the, the random question. Yeah, like, I don't, we don't know these things happen. Mm -hmm. We don't really plan that far into the future. How much do you know will happen? Nothing. I don't know anything that (laughs) happens. You're
0: by the seat of my pants every day. I got two new jobs this week. I didn't know that was going to happen. That just
1: springs that on me. She's (laughs) like, hey, sorry I'm late. I have a new job. I'm like, what? (laughs) Pretty sure we talk every day. Yeah. And now you're like, I got a new job.
0: It was very last minute.
1: Okay, that's how you live your life. Yeah, I do. But... Anyway, so we wanted to, well, most of this, <laughs> as you'll hear, this episode is a great interview between Deb and I and the expert fluency himself, Stephen Groner. SLP Stephen. Yes, he's you know him on his Instagram for that.
0: This man sat in his closet for three nights for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just want to preface that that he was recording in his closet because he... Well, it's baby, right? Yeah, and acoustically. He it's just better. I
0: mean, it's small. There's clothes.
1: Right, yeah. And, so like, he's
0: doing well. He can sit in his closet.
1: Good, yeah. <laughs> you know you're doing well in life.
0: I can't sit in my closet. No,
1: neither. What closet do I have? Nothing. It's only drawers.
0: You only have drawers? I only have drawers. Welcome right to now. Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay. I'm downsizing my clothing. We all That's have good. too much clothing anyway, so. Mm hmm. Anyway, so if you're listening to this episode and you would love to rate and review us on iTunes, please do so. We'd like that. Yeah, we would love that. We would love it so much that we will read some of the reviews right now. Mm -hmm. So we had one kind of a while ago, November 4th, 2019. Hi, I'm Maria, and I, too, love oh. this podcast. I love to chill, drink wine, eat cheese, and talk to my co-host, Deb. Who is that? On the show, I aim to provide comedic relief, yet keep it real for my SLPs.
0: Mm-hmm. I you, wrote that. You, for sure, keep it real. Like, the realest.
1: Really? Yeah. Is that sarcasm? No. Okay, Because you. you're real. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, there is also another review is by Meg four hundred or m or me G And she says, or he says, I love listening to the podcast during my workouts. So for me, it's SLP's Wine Cheese Elliptical. The interviews with guests have added new perspectives, but I always love hearing about your activities, therapy ideas, and perspectives on your professional lives. This is a really enjoyable podcast with lots of practical insights. I stand my original comments from January. Really informative guests, the wine and cheese adds to the chill vibe. Thank you. And then one more from Graham Speech Therapy. I oh, wonder who that bad? is. Could it be Amy? Could be. Deb and Maria are the best. I love this podcast. They strike a great balance between being entertaining and providing great information for SLPs. Keep it up, ladies.
0: Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Potentially Cafe said Amy. We have
1: Deb and Maria, we have great chemistry, easy listening, and pure pleasure with great information. They blend together perfectly. Well, kind of like... Wine and cheese.
0: He is pretty linguistically
1: inclined. He is linguistically inclined. Yeah, that's nice.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you maybe even right now, pause this, right. go or you don't even have to pause it. Do you have to pause it? I don't feel like no. Go to iTunes, just write a review. Yeah. Say that you like us. If yeah. you don't, then
1: I don't know why you're listening. But right?
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, true. Good point. If you don't like us, email us instead. Tell us Tell what us you don't why.
0: like. And, and then we'll th- decide whether or not
1: Influences our future, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. I feel like not so far, everyone's going to be
0: on board with you.
1: No, I know that. Yeah, it's we're okay. cool with that. I read the book, The Four Agreements. And oh, I posted it on my Instagram. Can you review that? Um. Yes. First one is be impeccable with your word, and the word impeccable means without sin. And I like this one a lot. So, meaning like don't say anything mean, like pretty much like about yourself, you know, because. Then, like, when other people might say something to you, like, oh, you're a bad singer, like, you believe it. It becomes, like, a poison, the author calls it. And it, like, stays with you when you grow up your whole life thinking this. And it's just incorrect. So, really, just, like, have that positive self-talk. Can I I pause you for
0: a second? That happened to me. It did. My whole life, I was the youngest of my siblings. And I was always unable to close the car door adequately. So, then I grew up as an adult. You know what I did? What? I slammed every car door, right?
1: Because it
0: was instilled within me that I don't know how to close car doors. Do you see? So then I became an adult who just like alarmed people every time I got out of the car.
1: Yes, I just want to make sure it was closed. Right, gotcha. (laughs) So that is an example of that coming with you and but really being impeccable with your word is so important because it's not only like what you talk about in your head but it's what you express outwardly to other people Mm -hmm. so being impeccable with your word without sin two don't take anything personally which aligns with number one Mm -hmm. because your family maybe just had issues of whatever it was and they just took it out on you and you're taking it personally, but really it's about them. It's always about them. They should
0: have closed the door for me. If I was so weak, they shouldn't have instilled within me. I don't know how to close doors.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Or I don't really know what they didn't use that example in the book, but yeah, don't take anything personally. Just, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm -hmm. And as long as you understand that, you will not be in this hell that he says. Oh, bless. As is that. Yes, the hell. And then you will have that bliss, that heaven on earth, that mm-hmm. whatever, that whatever happens, your day won't be as affected because you're not taking it personally. Yeah. Which I'll get to more information about that. Don't make assumptions. Okay. Yes. Don't yes. assume things. Everyone has their own thoughts, their own dream that we're living, their own reality. And like in your head, your mind is like, you're the producer, you're the main actor. This is your life. And everyone else is just a secondary character. Right. But everyone thinks that way. Right. Yeah. Everyone has their own reality and their own minds and their own thoughts playing. So you can't just assume you know what's going on. Right.
0: I always think like I'm not a psychic, so I'm not going to even waste my time thinking about what other people could be thinking because I don't know that's exactly I'm not great, gonna put myself there yeah
1: exactly yeah. and you don't know also I think
0: for the most part we're also worried about ourselves that it's quite rare, rare right that we're th- you're not ever thinking like that person was a fool last night you're thinking I was a fool yes. last night I mean maybe
1: I was who knows but yeah but like but yeah. so you're not really
0: thinking about so much of what other people have done more so you're thinking about like what, what you've, you've done. done well that's exactly. how I
1: Yes. But if you're thinking like, oh, I'm such a fool and I did that, that's going against number one, being impeccable with your right. Yeah. Just not saying things against yourself. Mm -hmm. Really just, you know, you're human and yeah, we make mistakes and stuff. So just like to be easy on yourself. And number four, always try your best. And that really goes to. Like you're not gonna always be impeccable with your word, you know. Uh you're and being impeccable with your word, the first agreement, also talks about gossip and gossip is really not good and like people bonding over gossip and it's like really just not a great and and, and what's that word? Like uh like wait it's not worthy of your it's time. It's not good vibes. It's not good vibes, I yeah. Think pretty much. What
0: you say about other people says more about that's you true. than it does about yeah, them. So true. if anyone's like Say, I almost man. said something. Yeah. Be Yeah. So if anyone is doing that, right. then I don't trust them.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So always try your best. Listen, you're going to make assumptions sometimes. You might take things personally just to keep trying it again. Re- redoing it. Like being aware. Like, okay, I'm not being impeccable with my word. I'm getting down on myself on something. Like stop that. Try your best and just keep it going. And with this, he says that you will have this bliss on earth and you will be calm and you will just be more, you know, you're like a warrior. He talks about being a warrior, Mm -hmm. like fighting for this and like, you know, being brave. I think I do what this guy says. Yeah, this is a great book. It's such an easy read. I posted it on my Instagram if you want to see the cover and stuff.
0: The four agreements. I also read this one quote once also that was like something along the lines of don't tell me what somebody else said to you about me. You let them feel comfortable enough to say that to you. So right. what are you saying? Yes. About I've read that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. You have explained it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But why were they so comfortable with you to share that information? Exactly. Yeah. Agreed yeah but don't anywho. take it that personally though I'm not. they have issues to feel the need to gossip about you mm-hmm. you know they're not being impeccable with their word and they're just trying to drag you down don't take it personally mm-hmm. remove that yeah but anywho and now a brief word from our sponsors <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the informed slp Great clinicians need great scientific research to inform their practice. But how can we know the research with so many articles and so little time? The Informed SLP makes it easy. Each month, their team of scientists and clinicians find the research for you. They explain it without the jargon, without the burden, just for SLPs. So you could spend less time reading and more time treating. Visit theinformedslp.com and enter coupon code wine and cheese for 20% off check out the show notes for more information this episode is brought to you by therapy travelers and Flavia is going to share three great reasons to work for therapy traveler
2: all right so one amazing reason is the company culture Um, you won't find that working for any other agency company that really truly cares about um, their therapists and what they're doing because we want to change kiddos lives Choose our benefits. A lot of people do not get wonderful benefits when they're working for agencies and they're unaware that they actually can get those. So 401k, we match up to 4% starting day one. We have a wonderful EAP program, which is all mental health based and that's completely in the company. Medical, dental, vision, we do cover 75% of your premium. You get PTO, you get paid holidays, you get CU and reimbursement, sick time. A lot of those things you do not get when you're working for an agency. And the last thing is something called a relationship manager, which is a person that's there to be your advocate and to help you when you're on assignment. We don't just place you somewhere and forget about you. We have someone that's there to check on you, to be your main point of contact. They're also the main point of contact to the school district if you have any issues. So it's just a really unique agency to work for. um, And we love everybody that works with us. We're a big, happy family.
1: Great, thank you.
2: I'm inspired. Thanks. (laughs)
1: And now our interview with Steven Groner.
0: Hey, everyone. We are back with Steven Groner, or you might know him better as SLP Steven. We're going to go finish off our fluency series, part three. That's
3: right.
1: Yeah. Say hi, Steven. Sorry. Hey
3: guys. No, it's okay. What's up? <laughs> Glad to be here.
1: Welcome back to the show, Steven. Yeah, Thank you here, very too. much.
3: Okay. Third hi. time's the charm.
1: Yes, I'm here as well, and I'm super excited mm-hmm. about this wine. So I bought this wine, and the lady at the wine store said this was gonna be the best Pinot Noir. It's a Jurgenot. It's a Russian River Pinot Noir, and it's described as fierce, brave, and delicious great combo Mm -hmm. right there yeah yes and it has a rich and intense with a complex character and smooth finish and i was like interesting and it does have a slight aroma of licorice and it has blackberry but it's Mm. not overwhelming you know sometimes that's nice
3: it doesn't like
1: yeah it's yeah Really good, and like I mentioned before in part one, can't go wrong with Pinot Noir. Yeah, right? Pinot Noir is Something good. Something we've learned on this show, and hopefully our listeners have learned as well. Mm-hmm. You know, to look you know, fancy.
3: I see that there's no wine left in that
1: right. bottle. Yeah, yeah. So and that, did
3: you just drink the whole thing?
1: No, I actually brought it here half empty. I'm sorry, Deb. half oh. empty. It was Let's. a quarter full.
0: You know, and the- she and she had the audacity. To, I'm glad you brought this up, Stephen, because I almost yeah, let it welcome. slide. Um, I don't know if we're going to get to fluency today, but so yeah, she texted me and said, "I have wine," so I did not get wine. I just I did got not coffee.
3: have wine. No. Had I
0: known, I would have had an <laughs> ounce of wine. I would have gotten backup. <laughs> this <laughs> is not sufficient
3: oh man i have some downstairs um, if you want me to go run and so grab it yeah even
0: in pennsylvania he's got to come all the way to brooklyn to bring nah. me wine because maria it's be
3: long episode.
0: is misleading <laughs> <laughs> I but, gave her penne alla vodka and greek salad.
1: She did. I didn't really Wow. It was be this she earned suit. her keep. It's so dark the bottle.
3: It's the true. It's hard to tell how much is actually in there. I don't
1: know if,
0: if that's though. true though is- because as soon as she got to my front door, I was like that is not a full bottle of wine. Very
3: good. <laughs> well, you must be good. You must you must be up on your I, glass.
1: I will bring two <laughs> bottles next time. But the problem is, Steven, when I bring wine here and I'm like, save it for the podcast. It's never ever it never
3: lasts. No, Interesting. It never lasts. Okay. Well, no, that <laughs> that
0: is
1: accurate. I okay. myself accurate
0: or Mike saving. finish it. But people in her house drink the wine all the time too. She's coming here with open bottles all the time. I was well. like, have you ever had any etiquette <laughs> courses? <laughs>
3: Like yeah. wait is uh, is um is drinking wine one of the new asha stress um management uh. <laughs> techniques that, that came it's out recently. in your car first you cry in your car and then you drink wine that's in your glove box
1: yeah <laughs> yes i mean not the other way around don't mm-hmm.
3: drink yes wine and then yeah, go i think it's order car. right right
0: yeah yeah <laughs> that sequencing
1: sequencing is important yes everyone. Get it right but the good news is because I told Deb I was bringing wine, Mike went out and got the best cheese. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Very, Thanks, very Mike. good cheese. Uh, Jumi Ariswar. I don't even know. It's pronounced Ariswar. Yes. And it's washed with pure spring water from the R River. And mm-hmm. it's uh, from Rocky. From the
3: R River. That's a yeah. great river for speech therapists.
1: Yeah. Oh, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's a melting smoothie, creamy texture, envelopes flavors of grass and a hint of mushroom, making this cheese a perfect pair for gratins, mashed potato, and sharing with friends over a glass of wine. See, Interesting. Jeff, This Just wine, like right now. This so wine sweet. is for us, even if you are slightly Although open. you only
3: have about half a glass of wine, so you can yeah. share it over a, yes. a full glass. <laughs> Oh, exactly. am
1: <laughs> Sure that she's pacing herself so she's on her yeah, any that game. Was, that was sweet of friend. you.
3: Yeah, that was that was very nice of you. All
1: right, so now that we did a tight
0: five on wine, um are we ready to talk about fluency?
3: Let's do it.
0: So in I our last ready. in part 2, um we had to wrap things up before Stephen got to give us three techniques to use with school-age individuals. Yes with Mm -hmm. fluency disorder. So you pick up right there where you left off. Yes.
3: All right. Yeah. So uh, because I talked so much last time, uh, I didn't have a chance to hit these big three. So the first one um, is is voluntary stuttering, which I'm sure that you've all heard of. Um, It sounds like it should be a total breeze, but it's not. At least um, as... At, at least for myself being a person who stutters, if I walked into your speech room and you asked me to stutter more for fun, not for fun, but as part of therapy, I'd probably like laugh at you and not do it and then walk out of your, out of your room and then not come back.
1: Okay. Um,
3: so I wouldn't start with it, at least not with me, um, but it can be so freeing because what it does is it lets uh, those of us who stutter find out what it feels like to have a sense of control in our speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a great um, article came out in December um, by Scott, Yaris, and Kitchener that did a survey of over 500 adult um, people who stutter I was actually one of them because I took ah. their survey um which was Look pretty cool that. and I know right and hopefully they, you're
1: honest on that survey yeah no right. I was
3: I was very very truthful I would not want to uh kidding be part of bad science but Bye. what they found was that the that the top two things that that make up a a moment of stuttering is the is the sense or or experience of being stuck and a sense of a loss of control. So and then third, only in third place, getting the bronze medal was the actual experience of stuttering like disfluencies. So that's what we hear. We hear those those stuttering like disfluencies but in front of them is this sense of this sense of being stuck and this sense of a loss of control so voluntary stuttering gets at that loss of control by letting you choose where you want to in in insert some stutters like mm-hmm. i just did because i i would not have stuttered on the word in, in insert although i just did but it let let lets you be the one who's in charge of your speech spe- speech for the first time, and mm-hmm. it it helps to melt that fear off. But I wouldn't start with it, and I wouldn't make it the only technique that you have them them do. Um, we have to teach them how to speak more fluently, um, but then also get at this sense of a loss of control and start to try to desensitize them uh, to stuttering moments so they start to be less tense and speech uh, is, is, is more forward moving. So just know that it can be really, really scary. So maybe don't have them do it in, in front of others in, like a, in, a, in a group setting. Um, maybe just just with you in your speech room at first until you learn if they like it, if it helps them, if it gives them that sense of control. Um, and if they don't like it, then you don't have to, then you don't have to do it. Um, I have found it to be helpful, but only after um, a whole slew of other techniques. All right, so. Right, that the, makes sense. Yeah, so the next one is, um, is self-advertising. Ad, self so when I was 17, I went to a two-week-long fluency shaping um, stuttering program that taught me how to speak more fluently. But it was not until uh, I was 23, six years later, that I finally, uh, I finally found myself able to say hi. I'm Steven, and I stutter. I like I would not have told you that I stutter if you paid me because it's just it's such it 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 is or it was for me such such a shameful thing to say so Uh even though I was I was speaking much more fluently for six years I still couldn't bring myself to say that I stuttered and that's what this technique does is it starts to break down those shame walls and it's really hard well it was really hard for me to do but for me to say the four words whatever I have a stutter was so hard but once I did I felt a lot of that shame and fear just start to melt right off but if you had led with if you had led with that I also would have just walked out of your room because Mm -hmm. it was it was so it was so hard um so did I you know feel that, that
0: way because you were embarrassed or you were in denial or what was it that you, you weren't I mean, and you knew? No.
3: So I, so I knew that I stuttered right. and I sought help because I didn't want to stutter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I would just try to speak fluently and not let you know that I stuttered, which is fine. I mean, I can choose to do that if I want, but that adds a lot. That keeps a lot of stress in the in the conversation, whereas if I just say, "Hey, I have a stutter," then that starts to kind of melt away. It takes you know bravery to say that, but i can I can say that and then I can move on and still try to speak as fluently as I can, but not have that extra cloud you know there so, so
1: that 's interesting because our previous guest that we had, Lily, who was on episode seventy four she she doesn't have a fluency disorder, but she has like a thick accent and English is her mm. second language. And she Ooh. on the interview said that like English is not my first language and I used to be uncomfortable. And she gave her a whole little story before we got into That's the awesome. bulk of the interview because she said the same thing, that it alleviates that some stress. Of the stress. Listen, there are going to be some words I don't pronounce correctly. There are going to be some grammar little things. And like it's part of me and it's part of the acceptance. And she yeah. actually – Uh, helped me out too with a stuttering client that I had because he was in his 20s and I'm like ah he's not like a little kid I can't be like that's turtle let's do turtle talk you know I'm not going to talk to a 22 year old like that like that well thank you you. (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome this guy's only a couple of years younger than me so I wanted to treat him like an equivalent yeah So a big part that I talked about too, uh, was the acceptance part, you know, as therapy went on, like, listen, like people are going to judge you and like, but they could judge you because you have tattoos, you know, they could judge you for anything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's, I think that that is key. So that is something that I wish would have been in my two week long fluency shaping program. Now I, I love that it taught me how to speak like I can right, like right now with you like I said yes to this podcast because of the because of the fluency techniques that I was taught uh, in the span of those two weeks but there was a lot cheers to that
1: yeah right but there was
3: a lot that they left out and that was the learning how to be fine with myself and get to the point where I could say you know I stutter and I you know use use techniques to get my thoughts and words out and being able to say that to someone and trust that they're not gonna, you know, leave or laugh at me or, you know, walk out on me. It takes a lot of courage, especially after years and years and years of of being laughed at or mocked or people look at you funny or they walk away and leave you, you know, trying to talk. Those, I mean, that's, that's, that's crippling. And so- those, those things do have to be addressed in therapy, but if you were just to, if you were just to try to work on those things and not work on speech fluency, then I think that you leave, you know, stuff on the table too, so it's all kind of wrapped up in, into one, and I, I guess that, sure. that, that, that was only two techniques. Yep. Mm-hmm. I said three, but it was just two, I guess. Uh, I
1: okay, know. so we had voluntary stuttering, where it's mm-hmm. like, you pretty much tell them, stutter yeah. on this so, word you're gonna say yeah that
3: either either you can yeah so um you can say look uh i mean you can start out with your name and where you're from and like where you live you know really really personal stuff just stuff that that matters to them and just say um choose a a word that you would that you would not stutter on and just choose to have two or three very Uh, very easy stutters, like, hi, my, my, my name is Steven, right, like, my is not hard, is not hard for me to say, um, but I just chose to have three, three, two, or three, or four uh, nice, light stutters, and then you can say, all right, now choose two words, or now choose three words, um, Um, and, and, you know, you can, you can work the task up from very, very short, um, phrases up, you know, to full texts and things like that. Um, and then when it comes to, when it comes to self, self advertising, you can either have them start off, uh, say a monologue and just say, hi, I'm James and I stutter. And then they just go into what they want to say, or they can have one or two very, very, um, very overt and very pointed um, voluntary stutters. So hi, my, 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 my name is James. Like no one will 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 miss that you stutter if you have like a very clear um stutter, or you can just start to talk and say, "Hi, my name is J- 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 james and then and then point out and say, and I have a stutter, as you can see, or as you just heard, or whatever. So, and mm-hmm. they can find the way that, that works for them, and then they can just practice doing that in 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 in, in increasing um, levels of of stress um, and learn it and learn it that way. So yeah, got
0: it. Okay,
1: That's makes great. sense. You kind of combine those two techniques in one there. Yeah, it's, it's true. Stutter on this, and then also. And then. Pointed out. Right, yeah. say it, point Pointed out. I remember learning, seeing some kind of documentary or something where, like, I guess it was like a stuttering camp, and people were like, had to like announce it on the train, like, "Hi, my name is Maria. Yeah. I stutter." Yeah. yeah. Right. I watched yeah. that too. Yeah, we watched. Did we watch that in grad school? I guess. That's so cool because I, I have there.
3: not seen that. But like, honestly, like, at. I would say that many of those of us who who stutter myself in my my myself included would like rather be shot than have to like oh. stand on a, on a on a train and like mm-hmm. say that. Right. But once you do and you see that you don't die, you don't lose right. a, like lose a limb, like right. that you're fine, that you live, then no. it then then it becomes much, much. Um simpler. Yeah, until
0: somebody right. announces it on a bus and their arm falls off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that
0: would be a SLP Steven said this wouldn't happen. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be funny though. So um yeah I'm just like the visual just keeps happening in my head but are we going to so now adults are there any other
3: yeah strategies? so yeah and so now we get to the point where so first of all every single fluency techniques um sorry every single fluency technique helps uh some people who stutter to speak more more easily but not but not um but every fluency technique does not always help uh, all people who stutter to speak more fluently. So you have to sort of be the, um, the sheriff that kind of like figures out, well, which techniques work for this, work best for this client? Um, So they have, they they have to be able to try them all out like really, really deeply and then choose the ones that work best for them because those are the ones that they will actually work hard to use outside uh, of your therapy room. So every uh, single school age tech technique can be used with uh, with with adolescents and uh, adults as well, um, when it comes to the to the fluency shaping techniques that we're gonna that we are going to hop into now, um, it can be hard to use those with with very young um, school age children. But some who were eight, nine, ten, um, if they you know if, if they have uh, great self awareness um, and and want to try out some of these techniques, then by then by all means um, they can and they should because that then gives them more to choose from um, to kind of hone in on. So I always like to say that because it's hard when we start to to put um, bounds on um, you know age groups, but there are some that seem to work better for some age groups and maybe are more difficult for uh, for. Other age groups. So, so let's let's dive into kind of my um, or kind of the bread and butter um, fluency shaping technique. So, whenever I teach a a fluency shaping technique, I start with what's called the stretched syllable technique, and what this does is it lets us slow down speech um, to learn the other fluency shaping techniques. so to make um, to make tiny and precise changes to our speech, it helps to have that speech be very slow. Okay, Just like okay. when you learn you know when you learn to play tennis or when you learn any skill when you learn how to type right you don't you don't start off fast like you start off very very slowly and then you then you build your speed up as you get better and better at it. So the stretched syllable technique is not meant to be a speech technique that is used outside of the, out, outside of the speech room. It's just, uh, it's there to help you learn all, all of the other um, fluency shaping techniques. Because if you just try to like start in and do them at normal speed, it'll be much more challenging to learn. So um, it's pretty simple. Uh, the the stretched syllable technique involves you breaking up each word into its syllable and stretching that syllable for two full seconds. So, hi, my name is Steve then yes it's very slow and almost painful i had to speak in that way for three full days at my at my two week long um, therapy program, um, yeah. and it was it was as hard as you would think that it would be, uh, yeah. but
0: that seems incredibly difficult for any of my students to do. They, and for that an is
1: hence
3: yeah. why you should not do it with you know a six year old. I mean, right. it's probably not going to work out.
1: I feel like an adult might be like, I'm not doing that. You know, I feel <laughs> like I can get an adult
0: to do it, but my yeah. fourth graders even like I am yeah.
1: constantly
0: like slow down. They want to race tall. through everything. They, I know. they want yeah. to just be like finished I did done. it done all right yeah. better
3: done. yeah I know so yeah. like so everything I, I would,
0: do
3: I would wait until age age 12 mm-hmm. unless you know that you have a student who you think might be able to do it and then right. let them try so Especially yeah so
0: personality factor exactly
3: there. right use your use your clinical judgment so then after you've after you've had them Do the stretched syllable technique up to sentence length uh, tasks, so saying their name or where they're from or um, what the name of their school is. Once once they can um, they can slow their their speech down um, at the sentence level, then um, I teach I teach diaphragmatic breathing, which is really hard for me to say, but actually really good for speech fluency. So um, all that you do is bring your focus down to your diaphragm, feel it move downward and your stomach move outward to fill up your lungs with a comfortably full breath of air. And then don't stop clench or or hesitate at the very top or crest of that breath just go straight into letting it all back out so air is to our speech like gas is to a car like without it our speech can't go um mm-hmm.
1: so i always start a lot of the sessions with my fluency clients with some breathing and even meditation cuz i just yeah. start relaxed mm-hmm. and,
3: and, and you're I, right like that, that is, is
1: what you said about the gas, but I card, about yeah. the importance of the breath and like focusing on it because it also helps like reduce like their negative feelings, but it also makes them more paying attention. And exactly. their breath is. Present, and, yeah. And, yeah, all that stuff. It's like a, you know, it's like a two for one. I have exactly. a new adult
0: client with some fluency stuff, mm-hmm. but then also some like speech sound stuff. And uh, I've been working on diaphragmatic breathing just because what sh- this individual is struggling with is taking in enough air to mm. get through an utterance Yep. so like she's out yeah. of breath and then stretching it and it all sounds like cluttered towards the end
3: right because yeah. you're just and, like trying yeah. to get it all out mm-hmm. and there's no air right so so we have to have air to then do any other fluency technique um mm. but i i would not just teach uh, i would not just teach the the diaphragmatic breathing technique and then stop there like that's it's it's not gonna do a whole lot for you but it is a it is a great base to then launch into the other techniques because without air you can't you I mean you can't speak at all but right. you can't hope to use any other um this isn't language.
1: breathing class it is speech exactly breathing. right like, so we can't just breathe we
3: have to breathe exactly but we need
0: no. enough air to say anything
3: yes. exactly to no. get no.
0: through it but we right. gotta
1: start with that yeah you know
3: exactly it's right. like right. the like Foundation. nice bass and i like can- to be
0: like do you know when you're in karaoke and it, it's loves it's Whitney or Celine. I bet
3: that she's great at it. And
0: you're getting, she's pretty
1: good. She gets into
0: it. <laughs> and you're getting ready for that big part. You need
3: yeah, you like you ahead. know it's coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then, so then, of course, the next step after our lungs fill with air, like the next step in the speech process is to then turn that air and that breath into voicing so Mm -hmm. the next technique that i that i teach is the gentle onset Mm -hmm. technique um, where you learn how to how to how to turn on your voice with very light very soft very very quiet vibrations so that you don't get blocked on that first speech sound so it's it's very very simple to say hard to learn how to do but once you do it can be really really helpful so at the very top at the crest of that of that diaphragmatic breath turn on your voice with the lightest lowest softest widest vibrations as you can and then smoothly increase the strength of your voice up to your up to your normal speaking volume So it sort of sounds like this and yes since it takes time to to turn your voice on gently you will stretch out the word slightly but the intent is not to stretch the word it's to start your voice down very 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 quietly and then turn that strength up and you can you can slowly speed up how long that that takes so i can i can make it very long like that or i can make it short just like that mm-hmm. both times i used a gentle onset Um, so again you start off slow uh, as in the stretched syllable technique and then you can slowly speed it up to a more slow normal pace of speech Um, that can be very very helpful Um, so i stutter the most on vowel sounds and of course vowel sounds are made uh, the only point of contact is uh, is at the level of our vocal cords. Yeah, we have to, you know, we have to shape our our mouths and vocal tract in some way to make the right vowel sound. But the contact um, is at the vocal cord. So this this was probably the most important one to help me to start speaking more fluently whenever I first learned it so that's Hmm, what I'm
1: interested so you would start with like I
0: am 31. Yeah, well, something that you have a hard time admitting.
1: Yes. <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> so first, it, first I would, right? You just have to you just have to self-advertise page. and that stress is melts away. So I would start with just a with just a single single
1: word right
3: and then single word and Uh, then a short phrase and then a sentence um and whenever you first learn you should you should take a a new a new diaphragmatic breath for each syllable
0: yes okay so this is is a discipline
3: type of strategy Well, well it's it is when you first learn it. So to get a lot of practice in, you you should do it on each syllable. But that's 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 not a way that, that that that's not a way that we can talk in the real world. So um then you can then you can build up to where you just do it at the start of a phrase or clause or sentence. Um yeah, but I start at just one syllable and then two syllables and then words and then phrases and Sounds
0: then like poem. something you should use poems to practice with. Just You like.
3: know, I know that you love poems. So yes. I mean, you can just start yes. there. And like, you already
0: yeah. know how many syllables are in each poem, so you'd know how, like in each line. <laughs>
1: so, right.
0: So you exactly. would know how many times you need to breathe. It's it's yeah, easy to always- find.
1: Poem. So I that, am. I don't blame. It. I'm
0: She's gonna do my thesis point. on it. Well, probably. I probably haven't met a situation it didn't
3: work. <laughs> that did not. That could not have been made better by yeah. a good poem. Actually, yeah. when I um, when I, when I entered college, my my like my life's dream was to be a poet because oh. I wrote poems so I could get my my thoughts out of my head and mm-hmm. then my mom said that I couldn't have that as my job because I wouldn't wouldn't make any money yeah. and so then I turned to then I turned to speech pathology but yeah just- I was
0: gonna be Carrie Bradshaw wow, um okay. right. yeah you know there you gonna, go <laughs> gonna write how'd
3: that pan out for you
0: well you know I have a I have a podcast and a lot so of shoes. She
1: has more plants than shoes, I guess. I do have a lot of plants. Like
0: I think Carrie plants. would kill all the plants. So, oh. you know, uh, I became a better, I got a lot of life in this apartment. Better
3: version of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <She does>. uh,
1: <laughs> so that's three strategies, Stephen. Are there, how many? Yeah, so there's. I want to give a chance for some listener questions because we got a lot. Gotcha. Oh boy. So, I
3: have I have two more. How much bad. time do we have left?
0: We'll wait until it does the, the alert. Maybe okay, you know.
3: all right, all right. So let's just so let's just uh dive back in quickly. So yeah. the next technique that I love is the continuous phonation. Oh I technique. like
1: that one too. Right,
3: and that one is great. So what you do is you you consciously tell your brain to tell your voice to simply stay on. So as you speak you sort of say to your to yourself you say to your voice stay on stay on stay on stay on and what that does is it is it cuts out a whole slew of times where your voice would have to turn back on which would be a place where you could stutter so if your voice stays on then you just skirt those those put po- those potential moments of stuttering now of course for some speech sounds, our voice does have to turn off, so um it will have to turn off slightly but if your if your intent is to is to keep your voice on as as much and for as long as you can, then you will um you will make those moments where your voice has to turn off to make speech sounds. They'll be as quick and light as they can be. And I'm not sure if you can hear it, but I've been doing this technique this this whole time that I've been talking. Um, and it's really helped me to, to not stutter and keeps my speech moving forward, which is our end goal of fluency therapy is to keep our thoughts and our words moving forward so honestly this is probably the one that i use most now so i just start to talk and then as i talk i just say stay on voice stay on stay on now you have to make sure that uh that your clients uh don't have any any hyper function whenever they do this so they should not be be pressing or um, right like right, yeah. clenching um no because exactly kind of right then it turns continuous... into a voice disorder and uh we do not want um christy voice to come after us yeah. so hey, exactly <gasps> so it so it has to be done without tension um so that's right. huge okay the last tech I know. Exactly. So the last technique um, is the light ar- articulatory contact technique. And the name actually gives you uh, a lot of chances to practice it uh, because it's a very hard name to say. But what you do is you bring your, uh, your focus to where in your mouth and your vocal tract that um that that speech sounds are being made so where is that point of contact what is it your lips is it your tongue is it you know what is it where where are those speech sounds being made and you simply try to make those speech sounds with as light of a touch as you can i'm not sure if you can hear it now but 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 every single consonant that I say, I'm making with a light contact. Um, Whereas I would have used to to have stuttered on that C in contact or that T in, in contact. But when I use a light contact, I just keep on sailing forward. Mm -hmm. And so Using this one paired with continuous phonation, mm-hmm. you can really get a very smooth forward-moving uh, speech pattern, and you can be much more fluent. So those those are my top ones, my my bread and butter. Um, they are fun to learn. They take work. They're hard. They are hard to use day in and day out every single time that I, that I say something, but whenever I want to, I, I can and I do and I can get my thoughts and my words out much more quickly, uh, much more easily, and much more fluently. So I will now nice. take questions.
0: Great. All right. Awesome. My question is, do you ever let yourself stutter freely or do you try to always control it now?
3: Right. So I talked about light bounces, I think, at the end of last podcast, which is the one that I was taught that just that lets you stutter very, very freely and and easily. Um, personally, I, I don't like to stutter. It doesn't feel good to me. Um, so I would rather not do it. Um, so I, I like to try to not stutter but I have friends many friends who don't who don't mind it and that is their choice and I think that's what's key is that you can hear people teach or say this this is the way that you should do fluency therapy well the the only way that we should be doing fluency therapy is is giving students as, as many tech techniques to choose from, letting them pick so that, so that they can reach their speech goal, whether that is speaking more fluently, whether it's stuttering much, much more, much more quickly and freely, whether, I mean, whatever their goal is, they should have the tools to meet that goal to reach it so i say teach them all let them choose and then like hone in on those three or four or five or six um and get those really really strong so they can walk out of your speech room and have the tools that they need to get their thoughts and words out
1: great exactly Yeah, all right. I like that. So, some listener questions. We have some listener questions. Uh, I think the first one is a two-part question. So, let me just Ooh, a twofer. Yeah, twofer. I'll start with the simpler one. So, I asked, you know, uh, specific questions for stuttering, and she said, motivating a first grader not motivated to use strategies because they have severe repetitions in some blocks.
3: That's hard. How
1: can she motivate them?
3: Yeah. And that that honestly, I would say that 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 age group, like six to eight, is the most challenging for me. Um, and it's because they they have to be the ones to actually use strategies, but they don't often want to, or they don't think that they stutter or they don't care that they stutter, but we all care we all care that they stutter. Um Mom and Dad does um, teacher does we we know that that we should help them and that they need help. Um, but it's hard for them to know. And so, honestly, what I would do is be very, very truthful with them i I still feel like that I hear that there's this myth that if we bring up stuttering, to a child who stutters, then will make it worse. But mm-hmm. science has not found that to be the case at all. So I, I always start with if I'm having trouble with with buy-in, I be very very clear. I say, look, when I when I listen to you speak, I hear that you get stuck, and then if if they if you know if they if they say something i say it back to them as i just heard it say well like i just heard my 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 goat does not like to be milked i don't know why i just came up with that sentence that's okay because
1: we're talking about cheese, Um, or maybe like
3: yeah so like i just say like like that is what i heard and i'm here to help you to get your to get your thoughts and words out easier and i'm just like very very upfront clear direct mm-hmm. and that that's i think that's how we should be
1: yeah we
3: should we should we should tell them the truth of why they're there and why we think that it matters um and then if they don't want to use strategies and we've used all of these supports uh, that we can then you know you know maybe no, maybe no maybe now. the therapy and they can come back when they want to work on it but to say oh they don't want to use strategies when we haven't talked to them about why they're in speech i think or i just hear that 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 still goes on and you i i right now give you permission to say the word stutter in front of your young clients who who stutter um you're not going to harm them you're not going to hurt them in fact if you can't say the the word to to them what does that say about about how about how ashamed that that they should be of it you know like we have to
1: right we have to tell them that that deb and i talked about this this on the show show. and i was like i tell them you know because i want them to a know why they're here and i my long-term goal for them too is like to accept it you know so how can you accept something you're not even aware of that you can't even
3: talk about exactly right so let's
0: talk and also if someone's not motivated to do anything that i want them to do like just how what about poems deb oh well they get (laughs) into it bring
3: out the poems exactly
0: i don't not not too much as the option in speech (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but so I'll be like, oh, do you want to play the alien game? Okay. Well, right now we're stretching out our sounds and when we're well, all done, we will play the alien game. As so as let's finish
3: this. Behind, like the one or two things that they love to do and then yeah. make them work. So Slow it
0: down. Work. You got a lot of time. First right. grade. Yeah. This guy's in it for
1: the right, long,
3: exactly. long. haul. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be there for a He's while. He's
1: chilling. <laughs> so, I have another <laughs> question. <laughs> all right. How to help students identify stuttering moments to improve use of strategies?
3: Ooh, that is really, Similar really good. Similar
1: to this last question.
3: Yes, very but, much so. So I...
1: They're not identifying.
3: Exactly. So uh, first of all, it can be really, really helpful for them to learn how to try to hear stuttering in your speech. So maybe you should st- st- stutter mm-hmm. and have them um have them tell or show you whenever your speech is you know smooth maybe uh maybe a thumbs up and and when you start to stutter the thumb goes down just so they they have to start to hear start to listen for what stuttering sounds like so once once they can do it in your speech then you can have them try it try to do it in their speech online but you can also record them if you if you can in schools can you or can you not? I I don't actually work in school but I do it with my yeah. So have them talk and record them and then have them watch it back, which we all hate because we hate to hear our voice. Whatever, whatever. But if you can get past that hump, then letting them see, oh yeah, like this is how I sound, like I got stuck there and there and there can start to help them like kind of see and hear what they sound like and then that can help them to start to start to pinpoint it in their in their own speech online as it comes
1: i like to also use visuals for everything but you could draw like well a, a smooth road and then like a bumpy exactly road and bumpy like,
3: road have right. them point to each one yeah whatever there we want.
1: go anyway. there we go i have more questions let me hurry up this do one I let's, yeah let's do one last question and then we're gonna get Going here. And then
0: Stephen, so, if you have a quote, start oh, thinking yes, of it now. I oh, I got it.
3: Okay. Okay. okay.
1: Right. <laughs> this one I don't quite get, but she, maybe we could figure it out somehow altogether. Fourth graders started using a puppet motion when talking, so I don't know if with, they meant by their hand or their jaw yeah, is just that makes up sense. and down. Okay. <laughs> mild, I don't know. Mild stutter with lots of artic. Severe prolongations. Kindergartner who is D. No, mm-hmm. D, and struggles with self-awareness. Developmental
3: delay. Yeah.
1: Uh, developmental delay. Thank you, Steven. So,
3: uh, okay, so kindergartners, you can... Fourth st- grader, I mean
1: Fourth grader using um, a puppet motion. Oh, the puppet. Walking.
3: And then I you thought there was a, a kindergartner.
1: Severe, and then a... a pril- pu- yeah, and then... All right, so the oh, right, those are two separate questions. So the fourth grader using a one puppet in the same. motion. Unless right.
3: they Okay, I'm yeah. Talking so talking. that one, that that sounds like that during a a moment of stuttering they they tried to like oh. sign like what like like talk, like almost to kind of like tell their brain to like talk or to get through that moment oh, and ew. found that it helped or something and so now they just they just keep on doing now it a and i mean secondary
0: characteristic,
3: exactly right so strategy exactly which is is great that it that it helped them
1: right you and know figured through, out something through that helps time
3: them. but it might not be the best thing to go through life doing this with your hands so at some point you're gonna have to probably try to try to extinguish that. and it
0: probably won't last forever he'll get used to that
3: right exactly that it, it'll it it'll start to actually not help anymore or not work
0: yeah and then with the kindergartner thing so i guess kindergartner
1: with reducing CD. hand motion maybe no
0: i thought, thought the fourth busy. grader had that yes, what do you mean that's reading? the fourth
1: grader i'm just curious Oh, severe yeah. prolongations
0: yeah. in so, the kindergartner
1: yeah who is developmentally delayed and struggles with self awareness
3: okay well yeah so of course like they're five so they're so they're so they're not going to actually have any or not very much so with them you uh, you can you can actually still still use Um, all four of the techniques Mm -hmm. um, that are used in in preschool stuttering so you can you can slow down your own pace of speech you can reduce communication demands you can do syllable syllable timed speech and uh, you can give give verbal responses uh mainly for fluent speech and then a few for stuttered speech so i think that was uh that was on our first episode so she could be lumped into that age group Great. i would That'd do be- i would do some of some i would do some of those tech techniques before you make her actually try to use any strategies that makes a lot of sense because
1: they're a little Great. Well, I think we covered a lot.
0: We sure did. Do we, we sure have did. a quote to leave our listeners with? Something inspirational? Heck yeah.
3: Maria, what do you I actually love your post um, you. from yesterday, I believe, for Martin Luther yes. King Day. I was really Thank moved you. by it. Uh, and he said, life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing for?' for others now i know that since we're since we're speech pathologists like that's in our blood that's in our nature um so and we 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 help all day long but of course we can't help others if if we're not filled up so if we want to to help others, then we have to make sure um, that we've cried in our, in our car and, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and drunk uh, wine. Uh, right.
1: yes. baby, baby amount of wine, right? Not that we could exactly. do baby. Uh, I gotta find this <laughs> ash, arc. Is it in this ash
0: Is it in this one that said that?
1: I have no idea.
3: I for, um, I think, I, I actually know. didn't, didn't it see it. I just saw yeah. that it like blew up on Yeah, mine.
0: it just went viral. Imagine yeah. oh, I mean, you're the one you're like, I got an article in, and then that's and, you. And
3: like, and that's what you wrote. I know, right? <laughs> <Fired>. What? <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Well, this has been a this great episode so fun, of SLV. oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Sorry, if if you want to get all of what I just said and oh, right. more inside of my of my fluency school, uh how to treat stuttering package, if you want. Twenty five percent off. Uh, go to go to s l p and use the code wine and cheese rock. Um, if you, oh yeah, if you do that, then uh, then you will get it for for twenty five percent off um, until the end of next month. 25. I think is when I have it set up. And is that
0: um? We'll include- you all you know you have
3: what? Have I'll just. I'll just uh I'll Email just it us, keep so. it up forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, wonderful. So, for
0: is sure. it is it all capitals or?
3: Um, it shouldn't matter. But okay. yes, that's how I put okay. it in. So it's so it's wine and cheese rock. All all one word. Okay. All caps with okay. no f at the end. Got it. So, all, right. all right. Perfect.
0: All right, Perfect. Thank you so much. Hi, right,
3: guys. This has been so fun. So this has
0: been a great Go and UNC trilogy. Wine, Yes. There we end. go.
1: I will work on <laughs> Bye, <those>. guys. Bye.
3: <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> See ya.
0: That's our show, everyone. Thanks for listening to SLPs Wine and Cheese. We have new episodes every week, so be sure to subscribe. Also, we'd appreciate it if you would like and review us on iTunes. If you love the show and want more bonus content, check out patreon.com slash SLPs Wine and Cheese.